and welcome to Empowered and Unfiltered. I'm your host, Corinne Catania, and being that it is the first podcast episode of December, it is only fitting that we talk about Christmas trees, am I right? But before we dive in, I have some real life to share, right? We talk about this podcast being unfiltered, so I'm just going to talk about what just happened to me because I spent the past, I don't know, 20 minutes recording this podcast episode. And I started to listen to it back to do some like minor editing to take out some like, you know, awkward silence breaks or whatever. And I realized that it was echoing like crazy and I could not figure it out until I realized that somehow the setting on my Blue Yeti microphone got turned to a different setting that is best for, it like picks up sound on the front and the back of the mic. The setting that I usually use when it's just me is one that just picks up sound from the front so that you get less of an echo. So yeah, here I am re-recording it because I did not want to release that episode when it sounded so poorly. So here we are again, re-reporting, just uh, re-recording just the unfiltered, messy aspects of life that I think we should all share. All right. So like I said, we're going to talk about Christmas trees today. And regardless of what holiday you celebrate, I don't think you can deny that Christmas trees just give off such a cozy and welcoming vibe. But the debate continues every single year. Are you team real Christmas tree or team artificial Christmas tree? Obviously, it kind of depends on your specific needs, your situation, your preferences, all of that. But today I'm going to break down the facts about Christmas trees when it comes to both sustainability and, of course, ingredients. So we're going to see who wins that debate when it comes to those two factors. I probably should preface this though, I am a little biased. I have had real Christmas trees my entire life. I actually don't even remember a Christmas season where we had an artificial tree. Um, So I am a little biased. I don't think anything compares to real Christmas trees simply because of the smell. Like it smells like Christmas to me because that's how I grew up. And so artificial trees obviously don't give up that smell. And yeah, so I'm a little biased. I'll just throw that out there. First, from a sustainability aspect, I think people believe different things, but they kind of lack the facts, right? And so some people think that real Christmas trees are more sustainable because when they're growing, they're doing more for our environment, they're producing oxygen, all of those good things. And then other people believe that artificial Christmas trees are more sustainable because you know, you're not throwing them out every year, you get to reuse them. And there's good points on both sides. But let's get into the facts. Okay. So the real Christmas tree industry, like the Christmas tree farms, it's it's a business, right? And so As with anything, it's a supply and demand thing. Because there's such a demand for real Christmas trees, they are going to increase their supply. And so what I mean by this is, well, their supply is obviously the Christmas trees. And so the farmers are going to plant more trees. And, you know, the general rule of thumb for Christmas tree farmers is that they plant four or five trees for every one that they cut. So just because you're cutting down a tree, you're actually planning four or five more to replace that. So that's actually not a bad thing. 
And it also takes eight to 10 years to grow a Christmas tree to the size that um, they would sell it. And so during those years, the trees do amazing things for our environment and for our planet. They act as carbon sinks, trapping CO2. They produce oxygen. They provide a home for animals. And so during those eight to 10 years, they're really, you know, benefiting our environment. With the argument of that you're throwing it out every year, I totally agree. But here's the thing. There is a way to recycle real Christmas trees, okay? So you can recycle them by turning the tree into mulch. And then that can then be used in gardens and flower beds, you know, that spring. Or you can buy a Christmas tree with an attached root and replant that tree when you're done with it, when Christmas is over. So there are ways to, um, you know, not just not just throw it in the garbage to be a little bit more sustainable in that sense and to recycle it. Do a lot of people do that? No. But honestly, I don't think a lot of people know that you can do it. To me, I didn't. And so I'm going to be honest here. I've never recycled any of my Christmas trees in that way. I've always just kind of thrown it out because I didn't know that we could turn into mulch. I didn't know that I don't, I don't buy the ones with the um, roots. I didn't even know that was possible. So now I know, right? When we know better, we do better, which is why I'm highlighting it here. Just so you know that there are ways to recycle Christmas trees. It's not that you have to buy one and throw it out every year. If you're then turning your tree into mulch, that is huge. That is completing the loop, so to speak. Um, So there are ways to recycle real Christmas trees. So from a sustainability aspect, Christmas trees actually are pretty sustainable. But when we talk about artificial Christmas trees, right, they're not being produced or they're not being planted on a farm. Uh, They're being produced in factories, okay? And these factories are going to take a lot more energy and a lot more resources to to make, right? So it's going to take a lot more energy and a lot more resources to make artificial Christmas trees is the point that I'm trying to, uh, to get at. There was actually a study done that artificial tree factories use 10 times more resources than Christmas tree farms. Plus, we have to take into account that China manufactures the majority of artificial Christmas trees. So this means that we have to take, you know, the carbon footprint into account. What's the shipping like to where it's going? So for me here in the U.S., it's going from China to the U.S., there's carbon footprint that we have to calculate. Or wherever you're listening from, you know, from China to your country, it has to be shipped there, right? So that's another layer of unsustainability. And when it comes to recycling, right, here's, again, the point that a lot of people make is, well, listen, I don't have to throw out my tree. I get to reuse it year after year, so I'm not buying it as frequently. Um, But here's the thing. The New York uh, Times released a study, actually, that you need to reuse your artificial Christmas tree for 10 to 20 years in order to minimize its impact on the environment. 10 to 20 years. I can tell you that that is a long time. And most people don't use their Christmas tree for that long because they 
outgrow it or they want something different or it gets damaged or whatever the case may be. 20 years is a long time, guys. (laughs) The environmental payoff isn't there. And when it also comes to recycling, since these trees are made from plastics and metals, you can't really recycle that. The the materials that are, are used to make these trees cannot be broken down easily into our environment. So from a sustainability aspect, real Christmas trees win. Like in my book, they win. I told you guys I'm biased. I'm open about that. But I think the proof is in the pudding, right? It's in the facts. And we just talked about the facts and they show that real Christmas trees are more sustainable. All right, let's talk about the ingredients. So what about the safety of these trees? And listen, there are concerns on both sides. I don't think this is as clear cut as the environmental aspects and on the sustainability part. When it comes to safety, there are drawbacks to both real trees and artificial trees. Um, So let's start with artificial trees, okay? So like I said, artificial trees are made with um, metals and plastics and usually something called polyvinyl chloride, which is also known as PVCs. And this is a known human carcinogen, and it's also one of the most environmentally damaging types of petroleum-derived plastics that there is. It is very, very hard to recycle anything with PVCs, um, which is why it's so environmentally damaging. But the concern does not end there. It does not end with PVCs when it comes to artificial trees. Um, When it comes to PVC, though, lead is also often used as a stabilizer in PVC, which means that artificial Christmas trees may be shedding lead dust, which is obviously a concern with anyone with children or actually anyone in general, but especially those with children, because when you think about shedding, well, where is it shedding? It's shedding to the presence of the tree that people are then touching to open and all of that. Um, and also there's more ingredients that are used like flame retardants and phthalates, all of these things that we are being exposed to and inhaling that are known to be harmful to our bodies. So from a safety side, artificial trees are not great, but where do real trees stand? So the genetic like real Christmas tree that you get at any old Christmas tree farm might not be that great either because if you think about anything that comes from any farm that's not organic, it's usually anything on that farm is usually heavily sprayed with chemicals and commonly with glyphosate, which we've talked about here before. So this is not ideal because you're placing the tree in your home. You're breathing in those chemicals that were sprayed on the tree And now you're being exposed to them. We talk about this a lot, but it's not about perfection, which is why I wanted to learn, okay, how much chemicals are they being sprayed with? Even though I'm not a believer in the dose is in the poison, because if you go back to my episode that we talk about toxic burden, yeah, okay, we might have small doses in this and then small doses in that, but all of those doses add up and they could add up to a very big dose. So I'm not a believer in that, but I did look into it just to see uh, because for someone who reduces their exposure in every other area, maybe it's not as much of a concern, but they are heavily sprayed with chemicals. Um, so not 
not ideal, right? But here is the good thing, okay? You can support an organic Christmas tree farm and reduce your risk and tell, right? Let's go back to supply and demand. When we vote with our dollars, things change because the demand is there. So you can use your money for good. If you'd be buying a Christmas tree anyway, why not get one at a organic farm? Let me be real here, though, because it's very easy to sit up on your high horse and, you know, talk about all these things, but it's a little harder to act on it. And we do not have an organic Christmas tree. Again, it is on my list. 2022 is the year where we will get one. I do have a farm near me already picked out. Um, so 2020, 2022 is the year that we will buy an organic Christmas tree and we will recycle it and turn it into mulch. I am telling you. Um, but when you learn better, you do better. And that's why I continue to do research. And I just want to share what I find with you. And if you do that before me, if this makes it in time before you get your Christmas tree and you get to, you know, make better decisions than I did, that is what I'm looking for. So that's all I hope. Um, Based on this information, you tell me what you think is better, a real Christmas tree or an artificial Christmas tree. Whatever you decide, that is your decision. Trust it. Um, And with that being said, that wraps up today's episode about Christmas trees. So... Thank you so much for listening, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode or just the podcast in general, if you've been listening, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This is so, so greatly appreciated. And for all of those who have done this already, thank you so much. And that's all. So make sure you tune in next Monday for the next episode of Empowered and Unfiltered. I'll see you then. 